to the Apostle Frederick Kaluluma podcast channel. Apostle Frederick is the senior pastor of the City of the Lord Church, and he has been anointed by God with a message that will take you deeper in your walk with Christ. We have the mission to bring hope to the hopeless, and we seek to build a community of believers founded on faith and walking in love until the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, if you would like to officially join the City of the Lord Church and get access to pastoral care, counsel, and one-on-one sessions with the man of God, fill in the form in the link below the podcast description. Now, here comes today's powerful word. It is your word. So grab your Bibles, pens, and notepads as we join Apostle Frederick from the City of the Lord Church in This is Welwa Kaluluma. Please come to the front. to acknowledge our man of God. As in COL, we have a pastor. Hey! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apostle, sir, thank you so much for this rare, rare opportunity to minister to the church. Thank you so much. Allow me to acknowledge Pastor Cho and all the vice executive directors, the entire board, the entire church leadership. Thank you so much. I acknowledge you all. And allow me, on behalf of the women's ministry, to say thank you to our man of God for giving us this day. Are we here? Are we in the house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Pastor, it's a rare honor for us as the women's ministry. Thank you all so much. And um, I acknowledge everyone in the audience. Thank you for being here. Thank you for fulfilling your appointment with God this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, wow. I love you all so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you. You all look lovely, by the way. Are we ready for the word? Have we come excited for the word? Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, we have been learning about altars, eh? And we've learned about the altar of incense, huh? For those who don't know, go to the podcast. Hallelujah. Yeah. So now, uh, Mija, you can give me Leviticus 6 from verse 12 to 13. (laughs) Leviticus 6, 12 to 13. You can give me the NKJV. Okay. And the fire on the altar shall be kept burning on it. It shall not be put out. And the priest shall burn wood on it every morning and lay the burnt offering in order on it and he shall burn on it the fat of the peace offerings. We continue. 
A fire shall always be burning. Mark those words. Shall always be burning on the altar. It shall never go out. Hallelujah. So now, after what we have learned about the altars and about the altar of verses and how God wants to experience, to receive, to enjoy this amazing incense we bring out as his worshipers. Hallelujah. So this morning, I'm going to talk about the fragrance of Christ. Hallelujah. So media, you can give me Psalm 141 verse 2, the KJV. Let's be excited for the word. Hallelujah. Psalm 141 verse 2. Let my prayer be set forth before thee as incense. You see that? Let my prayer be set forth before thee as incense. And we're talking about the altar of incense and how incense must arise from us to the Father. So in Psalms, we're being told that our prayer can arise. It goes straight to our Father as incense. And the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Hallelujah. So we are seeing an aspect of fellowship here. We are seeing that when we spend time with God, when we're in his presence, when we commune with him, there is an incense that rises from us. And that is the incense that will go before the Father. Hallelujah. And we know that the altars are in our heart. Hallelujah. So now we've acknowledged that there is an incense that the Father enjoys. And meaning that we have a duty as his priests. Hallelujah. We have a duty as his priests to bring forth this incense. Because we've been told that the fire should always be burning. So meaning on your altar, there should be this fire that is ever blazing. There should be an incense that is constantly rising. Never ceasing in prayer. Hallelujah. Okay. So now let's go to Matthew 26 from verse 6 to 13. You can give me the Amplified for this one. I'm enjoying this service. Are you guys enjoying this service? Matthew 26 from verse 6. Now when Jesus came back to Bethany and was in the house of Simon the leper, a woman came up to him with an alabaster flask of very precious perfume and she poured it on his head as he reclined at the table. And when the disciples saw it, they were indignant, saying, For what purpose is all this waste? For this perfume might have been sold for a large sum and the money given to the poor. But Jesus, fully aware of this, said to them, why do you bother the woman? She has done a noble, praiseworthy, and beautiful thing to me. For you always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. In pouring this perfume on my body, she has done something to prepare me for my burial. Hallelujah. Truly, I tell you, wherever this good news, the gospel is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done will be told also in memory of her. Hallelujah. We are going somewhere. Praise the Lord. You can give me John 12 from verse 3 to 5, the NKJV. John 12, verse 3 to 5. Then Mary took a pound of very costly oil of spikenard, anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance 
of the oil. We continue. But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, who would betray him, said, But why was this fragrance, sorry, why was this fragrant oil not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? Hallelujah. So from these portions of scripture, we've looked at Matthew, we've looked at John. There is something I want to bring to you this morning. Because I love how both of them talk about this amazing encounter. So now, my first point, talking about the fragrance of Christ, is number one, we see something special about this woman. We see that this woman, she was shameless in public. She came to worship the Lord Jesus. She poured her oil. And we're told in John that she wiped his feet with her hair. So meaning there is a way she saw the Lord Jesus Christ. There is a way she, she came to worship him. And we see something amazing in this. She wasn't interested in what the, the audience, the people who were there, what, what they were saying. Because they all complained. They said, well, why didn't we take this costly oil? Why didn't we sell it? We could have made money. We could have given this money to the poor. But we see something. We see that for her, it wasn't a waste. You can imagine for the Bible to say it was costly. Meaning in that time, there was something special about what she poured on the Lord Jesus Christ. Meaning there was something about that oil. And what all this fragrance, the fragrance of the oil, it, the fragrant oil, there's a way it's described. Meaning that she, for her, it was not a waste. For her, it must have been such a rare privilege to anoint the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So now, this morning, when we come to worship our king, how do you view such a time? How do you look at this moment we have where you get to pour your oil on him? You get to, write, to let this incense rise from within you to the Father. Are you going to be interested to say, okay, no, I can't like lay prostrate before the Lord. I can't cry before his presence because, you know, there are so many people around. I don't know if this floor has been cleaned. How can I just lay down there? You know, I don't know how my neighbor will look at me. No, you know, I'm, I want to be found so I can't be crying before the presence of the Lord. Do we see, are we willing, hallelujah, are we willing to just say, I don't care who's there. I'm not interested in the audience. I've come here for the King of Kings. I've come to worship the Lord Jesus. Are we willing to go that far for him? To just be shameless? To not even realize that, okay, we, sometimes, do you have those moments, you know, when you're with the Lord where you look at it and just go like, hey, I'm still in church? Do you have those moments where you feel like you've just gone to heaven and you want to remain there? <laughs> Hallelujah. The so there is something special about this time she spent with the Lord. The people didn't understand what was taking place. But in Matthew 26 from verse 10, we see that there must have been something which only the Lord Jesus Christ understood about what she did. Notice he's the only one who even said, leave her be. Meaning there must have been something. Because he says, why do you trouble the woman? For she has done a noble, a praiseworthy and beautiful thing to me. So there was something the Lord Jesus Christ recognized and acknowledged about what she did. There is something she brought and which only the father knew and only the father acknowledged and praised because he praises her, he calls her noble. He says that it's what she's done is praiseworthy. So think about this. when we're in his presence. Is he there saying, okay, my noble servant is here. My praiseworthy servant is here. So meaning there must have been a frequency at which the Lord Jesus Christ understood what she was doing. There was something special about this encounter that it's recorded in the Gospels. Hey. 
Now, my second point this morning is that she poured out something costly. You can tell just by the remarks of the disciples, as we've read from Matthew and from John. All of them were in shock. They're like, but why waste such precious oil? You can imagine. So now we are his priests. We burn incense through our prayer, through our worship. But then, there is a question here for us, because we see something about this costly oil. It filled the whole room. It filled the whole room. So in your time of prayer and worship, do you feel the whole house of God? Is God able to know that my son is present, my daughter is present in the meeting? Is he able to say, okay, the incense coming from Ashley. Yes, this is Ashley. Is he able to say, okay, uh-uh, I think this is Nolasco this side. Are we present? Are we present? God does not miss an appointment. He's present. He knows that, oh, this is the time for this and that. But are you present? Are you present? Her oil filled the room. It was fragrant. I'm sure when she was even picking this oil, she must have chosen the most fragrant, the most expensive, something unique and special. Now, what about us in our prayer and our worship? The kind of incense we emit, our fragrance. There is something Pastor said there last week. It was like, you can tell, but just by the fragrance of someone's, they will just walk by, and then this nice aroma remains. You're like, mm, whatever she's wearing, just the amount of money she spent or he spent on it. Some people in their vehicles, you can even smell the luxury. They're just like, this is the luxury car. It's not just any kind of a car. Because someone has, think about this, the investment we take to smell good. Think about it. How much do we spend just on your body wash, your lotion, your scrub, whatever it is you use? I'm a body mist, Bambi. You guys even go far. You know, that there's the body mist. There is the perfume, shishvefimbi. Yeah, but whatever it is you use. We are willing to spend so much to smell good. Think about it. It's just so that you smell good. So that when you walk into a room, you're noticed. When you leave the room, you're noticed. They're able to tell that, okay, 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 someone was here. Whereby, exactly. Where, you know, someone else walks and they're able to go like, hmm, whose perfume is that? <laughs> Hallelujah. So now you can imagine we're in this time of prayer, we're in the presence of the Lord. Jesus has come. He's like, yes, let's do this. Let's pray. Oh, don't mind me. Sometimes I'm like that with the Lord. I'm just like, Lord, I'm here. He's like, yes, I'm here. Hallelujah. But you can think about this like, if we're willing to spend that much just to smell good, just on our bodies, then what are we giving the Lord? Because for this woman, for her, it wasn't about the cost, it wasn't about the price. For her, it was the fact that she's going to worship the Lord. She's going to pour oil on his feet. She's gone to prepare him for something. Hallelujah. My third point to you. There was a certain discernment this woman had. Hallelujah. Hmm? Hallelujah. Give me Matthew 26 verse 11 NKJV. There was a certain discernment this woman had. Hallelujah. For you have the poor with you always, but me you do not have always. Verse 12. For in pouring this fragrant oil on my body, she did it for my burial. Do you see that? Are you able to tell that what she did prepared the Lord Jesus Christ for his burial? So meaning there was something happening in that moment. 
There was a discernment she had to say that what I need to do here is for my Lord. But you can imagine for this woman, it was never about the cost or the price. She did it preparing the Lord Jesus Christ for his burial. So what is your discernment in this place about our time of prayer and worship? About your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ? Because think about this. When you come into his presence, he is here. He's very much present. But as your incenses are rising, there are moments where when we're praying, when we're in worship, there's a mighty move of God. There is something that will just change, that shakes, that changes this place. And you'll see in the way spores will take off in their worship and praise. You'll see the way our man of God will lead us. Because there is a certain discernment in that moment. Because they need to raise our worship before the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I love something the Lord Jesus Christ said. He said, for you have the poor with you always, but me you do not have always. Your neighbor, this, everybody here, we meet almost every Wednesday, every Sunday, we meet on Zoom meetings, but our time with the Lord is very individual. It's separate. Hallelujah. It's special. It's not something you can just always just wait for Sunday alone to come and enjoy the presence of the Lord. What about in your closets? Are you able to discern to say that mm, there's this where the Lord is prompting you? He's saying, come, 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 let's meet. Let's talk. There is something I want to show you. Are we able to discern such that we do not miss our hour or our day or our moment of visitation? There is so much the Lord does in this place. But do we discern? Do we lock in? Hallelujah. Are we able to say, Lord, what is taking place? I want to be a part of this move. Last week, Sunday, we had an amazing praise session. Hallelujah. As in, we danced, we screamed, jumped. What did, I'm sure someone even did a, black, a backflip in the audience somewhere. They're like, hey, think about this. I was seeing people rolling, running at some point. I was just like, okay. But there was something they were doing. They could discern and recognize that this moment is special. This kind of praise is special. It's unique. There is something we're doing for the Lord. They lock in. They participate. But then at the same time, there's someone who's just standing with a blank expression, wondering, are you able to discern that that is the moment of encounter? That is the moment of breakthrough. That is the moment of deliverance. That is the moment of healing. Do you lock in and say, okay, I will praise the Lord the way I will dance. Even David will be like, okay, but when awashana. Hallelujah. Are we able to just say that, okay, Lord, I am here. I came for you. I'm not going to look at this and that. I'm not going to focus on anything. We were singing, I put you in front. Think about this. Think about those words. I put you in front. So we are, we're here in this place. We're telling the Lord, you're everything. You're all that matters. I'm here to pour my love. I'm here to pour my oil. I'm here to burn incense in your presence on this altar of my heart. I'm here so that you can know that you have your son, you have your daughter who's ready to worship, who's giving her all, his all to you. Hallelujah. We must give our Lord our very, very best. But there is something in verse 13. Give me verse 13. Hallelujah. Assuredly, I say to you, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done will also be told as a memorial to her. Hey, today we are speaking of the same woman. Today we are talking about the same encounter she had. What she did all those years ago. Today it stands as a memorial. We are able to teach 
something from what she did that day. The way she anointed the Lord Jesus Christ. And it says, wherever this gospel is preached, in the whole world, everyone reads about her. Everybody knows her. Hallelujah. What she has done will also be told. So there is something that happens when we come in his presence. We pour our incense, we pour our love on him. It stands as a mark. God remembers. Our prayers arise before him as incense, and they stand as a memorial. What we do for him stands as a mark. When we go out, we minister everywhere in the world. You're leaving a mark on people. <laughs> Hallelujah. So meaning what you experience with God, what you encounter in this place, we go out and we take it to everyone. Hallelujah. But the question is, how then can we emulate this woman? Because we're speaking of her today because what she did provoked a certain reaction from the Lord Jesus Christ. Hey. So in 2 Corinthians 2, verse 14 to 15, you can give me the NKJV. I hope we're enjoying this word this morning. 2 Corinthians 2, verse 14. Now thanks be to God, who always leads us in triumph in Christ, and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. The next verse. For we are to God, hallelujah, we are to God the fragrance of Christ. Who are we to the Father? The fragrance of Christ. You, you in this place, you are the fragrance of Christ. Among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. So to God, we are the fragrance of Christ. But you see something in verse 14. It says that, now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. And through us, so we are the fragrance of Christ, amen? amen. And God through us will diffuse the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. How does he do that? Through us. Because we are that special fragrance. We are that amazing scent, that amazing aroma. When we go in every place, what are you emitting? The fragrance of his knowledge. What are you emitting where you are in your various environments, be it at work, be it at home, on the bus, in your interactions with your friends, Zoom meetings as well. What happens when we gather on such platforms? Where you go, meaning that every time you're in the presence of the Lord, something happens, something takes place. And then when you go out there, the Lord Jesus knows that I need a vessel and you have availed yourself as that vessel. You are that vessel that the Lord is using and he will use you. Which is why something happens when people talk to you. They get encouraged. When you see a situation, you step in. Because you're like, I'm the fragrance of Christ. So meaning me, when I come, everything else here must change. You see something is taking place. You come, you lay your hands. People are healed. You see that, okay, someone needs encouragement. You are the one to go forth. You see that someone is hungry for God. They are looking for God. You take the knowledge of God to them. You share the word. The fragrance of his presence in every place. God wants to impact the whole world. But he needs vessels. He needs people. He needs people who are so embedded in him that they smell of him. They emit him everywhere they go. Because the ladies oil, the fragrance filled the whole room. So wherever you are, in every place, what do you emit? Does it fill the whole room? Are people able to experience you to a certain degree? Are they able to say that, okay, this person is present? 
when you are at your work, you are at your desk, when you are talking to clients and so forth, what is happening with the words you're emitting to them? What you're speaking, the way you're communicating to them? Are people's lives being changed? Even in the Zoom meetings, it can be a training, it can be just a busha session, eh? But what is taking place? Meaning there is an instance we are burning in those sessions. There is a fragrance we are releasing. So now, what I love most about this scripture is that he says in every place, meaning that what we encounter in this place, what we experience here, what you experience in your rooms, in your prayer time, it's not just to remain in the room. Think about it. You don't buy that perfume to just smell good in your room. When you have that perfume on, the first thing you do, you even like, you take your photos, you step forth. First of all, everybody in the house should know that somebody is ready to go out. Then from there, if you are, you know, taking a walk, maybe, you know, you just want to, you know, do some quick exercise. You're just taking a walk outside. Even the person at the gate, your neighbors, everybody on the street, they're, just, they're even turning back like, okay. So now, you don't buy that expensive perfume to enjoy it yourself, do you? You want someone to acknowledge that, okay, there is something about you that is different. You want someone to come and ask you, what perfume is this? What lotion are you using? You want someone to come and ask you, okay, where can I get it? Where can I buy it? I like that answer, C-O-L. So now, the fragrance of Christ, which we are supposed to emit in every place, are people able to come to you and say, okay, this word you have, I want it. This life you are living, I want to live that life. Are people able to come to you to say, okay, but with you, they have told us that, no, you know, the company is going to be downsizing, shining. you are not shaken, Why? Someone would be waiting to say, okay, you know, I've not been feeling too well. And then for you, you're just coming. Oh, I walk in divine health. Hallelujah. Someone should wonder. Someone should come and ask to say that, hey. They should be like, mm-mm. Why is it that with you, everything is different? I can receive bad news. They're just like, I only hear good news. Hallelujah. But notice something, this fragrance was something only the woman knew the value of and only the Lord Jesus Christ knew the value of as well. So guess what? Not everybody will understand why you praise the way you do. Not everyone will understand why you lay prostrate before the Lord. Why you worship the way you do. Why you give yourself to your church the way you do. Why for you when they say set up, you're here two hours before. Why for you when they say it's a Zoom meeting, you're even posting. Where is the link? Where is the link? I'm ready. I'm charged. Why for you, you're just like, guys, is anyone having a busha session somewhere? I'm ready to pray. Not everyone will understand. They'll even tell you, but why this waste? But guess what? The Lord Jesus said, do not trouble the woman. So the Lord Jesus is going to say, do not be troubled about the way you praise about the way you give yourself to him. Because it is him who is acknowledging that what you do is noble, that what you do is praiseworthy, that what you do is beautiful. It is him because he's the one you've come for. He's the one you are after. It is not the praises of man. It is not so that someone can see you and just go like, mm, okay, but the way my sister is worshiping today, hey. But for you, you're just like, I put you in front. Everything is all about you. 
for you you're saying I'm giving my all to you Lord so that when we come when we say say something to the Lord for you are just like eh something ha eh something is that all you can say to the Lord for you are just like I'm ready to say everything to my God May, we may not understand. I may not even understand why that day you're dancing the way you're dancing. But guess what? It's the king of kings who is understanding. It's the king of kings who is going to say, well done, good and noble servant. It is him. So discern your day of visitation. Discern your moments in this place. Everything that happens. The Lord is always moving in this house. He's always present. But are we ready to open ourselves to him? And for us who have been, are we ready to go deeper? Are we ready to go deeper and just say, I need to raise my incense. I need to raise my incense. There is something the man of God said last week. He talked about how sometimes he will take us a step further. He will let us go deeper because you said the incense needs to arise. The incense needs to arise. C-O-L, we have our own incense. You have your incense as a member of this church. Are you part of the incense we bring before the King of Kings? When we are worshiping do you give yourself and say i want to be part i want as we make this communion this corporate worship my incense is present in what everyone is emitting i want also this room to be filled with my own fragrance i want god to say that my child is here my son my daughter is present in this place hallelujah hallelujah so now if there is someone in this place and you're wondering but what do I need to do to have that, to experience that, to emit that fragrance? You can come to the altar. The Lord's arms are wide open. Hallelujah. He's very much ready to receive you. For others, you may be like, okay, I had started well. But at some point, I stopped emitting that fragrance. You're not sure if your incense is reaching the King of Kings. Come to the altar. Hallelujah. If anyone wants to receive the Lord Jesus Christ in this place. Just feel free to raise your hands. We're all here. The Lord is ready to receive you. If you want to rededicate, if you just want to say, Lord, I want a fresh start. I want to be your fragrance. I want to emit the fragrance of Christ everywhere I go. I want my incense to arise before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So let's be in prayer. If there is anyone in this place who wants to give their life to the Lord Jesus, the altar is very much ready. The king of kings is here. He's ready to receive you. He's ready. Our Lord Jesus is ready. Are you hurting and broken? I'll make the call one more time. If you're not sure of where you belong, you can come. You can come to the front. You such a life. You can serve the Lord in such a manner. The altar is very much open. You can respond to the call of the Lord this morning. You can live that life. You can emit that fragrance. If you want to rededicate and say, Lord, I want a fresh start. Lord, I want a turnaround. This is your moment. This is your day of visitation. This is your encounter. If there is another person, we are ready to receive you. One more person. We are ready. 
Don't miss out. There is so much the Lord has in store for you this morning. Don't miss out. Don't miss out. Open up. Respond to the call of the Lord. Respond. 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 Leave behind your regrets. We can make room for one more. Don't miss out on what the Lord is doing this morning. Don't miss out. You can give your life to the Lord. You can live this life. Bring your sorrows and trade them for joy. From the ashes a new life is born. Jesus is coming. Congratulations on responding to the Lord. I want you to repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Say it louder. Be bold. Be brave. Say, Lord Jesus. I give you my life. I repent of all my sins. I rededicate my life to you. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for this amazing decision you've made this morning. You can just head this direction. Our team is ready to receive you. They are ready to empower you. Hallelujah. And from eternity past to set the captives free. So I join with all the other so saints in glorious liberty. In glorious liberty. There is freedom, there is freedom. A life that's free from shame. There is freedom, there is freedom. It's the reason Jesus came. Freedom for my soul. Freedom to adore. Freedom for me and for you. Can you hear there's a freedom song? Can you hear there's a freedom song? There is freedom. There is freedom. There is freedom. There is freedom. Life is free. Life is free. There is freedom. There is freedom. There is freedom. Jesus came. Freedom for my soul. Freedom for my soul. 
I know, I know you fight my battles. I know the war is won. While the spirit of the Lord is there, sing it one more time. Let's just say the blessing. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your people. Lord, this is what I pray over them. That in the name of Jesus, let their path, let their path be set. Lord, I pray for any interference in their path to be removed. Let this be the week of finding In the name of Jesus. Those wonderful things, those glorious things that you've placed in their path. Let this be the week where they find them. This is the week where opportunities are found. Where revelations are found. Where the deeper treasures of the kingdom are found. In the name of Jesus. Now you are safe on the road. You are safe in the air. And this blessing extends to your family. You are well in your body. None of you is sickly. None of you is sickly. In the name of Jesus, I bless your academics. I bless your businesses. Your, your, your space in the corporate world. Whatever you found for your hands to do is blessed. And may the Lord perfect everything that concerns you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, you can tell your neighbor. You can turn to your neighbor and the other neighbor and the other neighbor and just bless them. Tell them they are blessed. Tell them all is well with them. May his favor be upon have a thousand generations. Your family and your children and their children and their children may his presence be glory and behind you and beside you all around you and within you is for you is 
in the evening in your in your weeping and rejoicing he is for you 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 and everybody says Amazing grace, everybody. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the extravagant love of God, and the intimate friendship of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we will dwell in the house of the Lord. of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you. You can reach the City of the Lord Church on 0777-930882. If you are unable to call, you can email us on thecityofthelordzambia at gmail.com or reach us on Facebook at the City.